0: Welcome to Live Dot, your online Yomi Yomishir. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome back to today's Daf Yomi, which is Mayat Khatan Daf We begin right on top. And in the midst of the suya of Melacha Ayin Cholamayit, typically we refrain from doing Melacha Ayin Cholamayit, except in the following circumstances. For instance, a case of Hefzid, where it involves potential financial loss, or in a case where it's... Tzorich HaMoyed, for the sake of Yamtev and coupled with the fact that it's a, it's not a masu Uman, not a professional job, if you will. It's a Masa Hediot. It's a non-professional type of job, in which case, if it's a Tzorich HaMoyed, it's Mutur. For instance, sewing. Says the one on the top line. A Hediot, a non-professional, a non-tailor, can sew the way he usually does, without deviating from his Manner of sewing. What's considered a headyut? Amri Dvirabiyana in the Bismendrish of Raviani they explain like this. So typically a tailor, to conserve a time, he'll take his needle and do some partway stitches in and out, in and out, in and out, and then when he fills the whole needle with stitches, he'll give one tug and pull the thread through. That's a professional. That's an uman. That's a tailor. But a hediyot. A non-professional amateur, he knows how to sew, but can't apply the same techniques as a tailor. He doesn't have the ability to be moitzi. This machat in one shot. And therefore he can go ahead and sew, kedarkoy, the way he usually does. It's a non-professional job. Rabbi Isi Barchanina Amr, I'll give you a different uh, way of telling. Who a headyot is? Kol um, Imra, Imra, is a, a hem. He can't make a perfect, perfectly even hem. in the bottom of his of his robe. So if he can't do that, it's uneven. It's uh, long on this side, short on this side. That's a headyot. And this this fellow is free to sew on chelamayot. If of course if it is. What about an Uman, a professional? He has to deviate because his product is perfect, professional, and that's not allowed on uman machlev, He has to mess it up a little bit. What exactly is this? My Machliv. So machlev is a lesson of Kelev, like a dog, like a dog's teeth. He has to ensure that his stitches resemble a dog's teeth. Uneven, non professional, not finished properly my machlev how exactly does he do this he skips he leaves some gaps between the stitches like a dog's teeth that are scattered throughout his teeth they go up and down zigzag like the dog's teeth higher lower and not level here as well his stitches are going to be zigzag not in a straight line in which case it's not considered a melechus uman and he fits the criteria. The mission spoke about Sambitris. They had a bed frame upon which they spread ropes. They ran the ropes lengthwise, that's called chassis. So up and down the length of the bed, all across the you know the space. And then they ran them sideways as well, along the width of the bed, the narrow side. So it was chassis long way and then Erev going across this way they had a proper sort of a, a rope weave upon which they uh, placed their mattress and they used the bed Mishnah allows this misargan what is that my what exactly is he doing what is misargan Tanakama says you can do misargan Rabatia speaks about only misargan what are these two things ok so you have a big discussion big machlikas Kiyos, when Rabdimi Dimi arrived Mert roll, Omah he related as follows I'll tell you Pshat and the Mishnah and Memadchin are as follows Pligiba. there's actually a like this, between Rabchebar Abba and Vravasi V'tar Vayu Mishmei they were both relating and quoting the uh, the opinion of the Chizki of Rav Yekhan. so each one had a different version of what Chizki and Rav Yekhan. How they explain the Mishnah. Chadamar one, either Rabbi Chiyah Abba or Rabbi Asi, one said as follows: Chadamar Misargan shesivera. It's referring to both directions, running the ropes lengthwise and widthwise. That's called Misargan, which the Tanakhama allows. So it's zorachamoyed. It's not considered benachasum and Rabbi Asi disagrees. He only allows mematrin. What is that? Umematrin. Um, it's a partway job. Shesib leyeruf, running lengthwise without the width. So only that's muta koncharbiyasi. That's all you really need. You can get by without it, without the, uh, you know, the lengthwise ropes. And therefore, that's all you should do. That's one opinion. i not explain as follows. Misargen means He was When allows it means lengthwise, but not along its width. That's all you can do. which is rabiesi shita means you can't run ropes across you can't craft your bed you can't assemble the meter you already have your ropes but they were rough it was a bit loose you can tighten them make them taut and rigid that's all you can do a slight adjustment so two sheets so far one sheet holds means both directions means one direction Second pshat holds. Misaragan means one direction. Shesiv la means to make it taut. Ask the Gemara. How can you say this pshat? He taught us the bris as follows. You may not produce ropes for the sake of your bed. That's certainly uh, too far. That's masuma. Uh, that's too much. terror. You can't do that now let's analyze why did he have to tell us apparently that's a step uh, beyond a step above what we're learning in the Mishnah you can do uh, the Mishnah's uh, uh, description of events but you can't add to it right let's analyze this works well according to the explanation that means ropes in both directions means ropes in one direction Okay, so Tanakam allows cross roping, but that's it. That's why we need that price. Well, stop right there. Don't go past that. Don't uh, produce those ropes. That's already too far. That's why he had to explain that you can't go past that. You can rope in both directions, but you can't form those ropes. You can't make ropes. This makes sense. Tanakama allows hanging ropes in both directions, Shesib That's why the price has to add, well, stop right there. Don't actually make the ropes. Which is a pretty much a step beyond that. but according to the other opinion, the is only a partial roping. without That's all you can do. According to the most lenient shita Tanakama, one directional is mo that's it. And Ramatkin according means not even that. Shima Y if it was loose, you can tighten it. Now we have Akasha. Tanakama allows merely one way rope. Doesn't even allow double roping. Do you need to tell me that he doesn't allow creating rope? He doesn't even allow two way roping. That's very really too far. It's too much. Do you need to tell me that you can't make ropes? Indeed, this is Akasha which at this point, the Gomorrah had no answer for. I have another kash. I have another kash on that uh, second shot, the shita, which was machmer. Tamakama speaks about mesargen. That means only shesi without erev, only one-way rope. That's all that's allowed, but none. Listen to this Mishnah in Maseches Keil. speaking about what is to be considered a finished utensil, a completed, a completely produced clew with regards to susceptibility to Tummah, being able to be makabel At what point is it susceptible? So again, we're back to this bed frame, and they would run their ropes across, right, back and forth. As soon as you crossed over three times. Which basically, means you have the chassis in place, right? The long ones, and then you run the rope along its width as well. So, means three rows of the width wise rope. At that point, it's considered um, somewhat suitable for, for for use, in which case, it is makabotumah, it's susceptible to tumah. It's pretty clear that the Lushan. Sirug, Mishid all the same word, means a two-way roping. How can you say Mesargin means just lengthwise? In this Mishnah and Kelam, it's clear that it means both ways. Bata means like like the squares, like you go across and you come back this way. So you created three rows across the uh, the Lashes, going the other way. It's clear that Mesargin means a two-way roping. Eloki a so Ravin says so the Gemara you're right when Ravin came from its astral, he revised uh, the Pshat Omar he said as follows in with regards to the word in Kuli Arma Pligi Deshesi all agree means two-way roping so, just as the Bishan Kailan Eloki Pligi we speak about a uh, Amachlegis Regarding the Pshat and the Mishnah, with respect to the word Mematchen, Masargan, all agree, means two-way roping. Mematchen is the question. Ki be-Mematchen. Mar-Savar. One sheet holds. Mematchen means Mematchen shesiv le'iv. Mematchen means a one-way roping. Lengthwise and not widthwise. Umar-Savar. Whereas the other, Amar holds, Shimha ha-yarof Matach means to tighten it. You can't run your ropes across the bed. That's that's too much, too much malachah, too much turcha. But if you wish, you can tighten loose ropes. So according to Raven, the word nesarin all agree means two-way roping, just as in the Mishnah and Kalum. The question is regarding the word matach, which the Rebbe speaks about. So one opinion holds it means. One we roping, just to stiffen up the, uh, the arrangement there, without fully, fully roping your bed. Just a minimal amount of rope to hold up your mattress. Whereas the other shita uh, is machmer, no. When Rabi allows a doesn't mean roping your bed. It means just tightening a pre-existing rope. We're going to have a kash. The bride says you can make mesargin, of course, m'matchin is okay, which is it's a step less than Sargon David Rav Meir. Rav Meir is the Tanakhal Mishnah as well. So m'sargan and both okay. Rav Yissohiah, m'matchin aval Sargon the M'matchin is okay, but not m'sargan. Ve'yesh Here comes a third Sheetah, a brand new sheeta on the scene. Ain m'matchin kol Even m'matchin is problematic. You can't even do that. Something more will explain why not. In any case, let's analyze the price in the view of Rava's interpretation. Remember, Rava told us that masargel means shesi ve'erev, and is a shaila. Some say it means shesi rope, some say it just means tightening the existing ropes. Let's analyze this brayse in accordance with that presentation. Bishleim elamadomam matchin shesi ve'erev. If means one-way roping, long without net, without wide now I can understand why the Yishimrim disagree Herb says fine, don't do misargan two-way roping only a one-way rope uh, is mutter. chassis, lengthwise but he's, he's uh, applying his ropes to the bed That's it's some sort of malacha some sort of tercha and therefore Yishimrim says you know what even that's too far even that's awesome you can't even Apply the rope lengthwise. Even shes is auster. I understand the Ish because he's he's doing something significant. <speaking in Spanish> but according to the other pshat, that Masargah means two-way roping. Okay, but the means stiffening, tightening the existing rope arrangement. And that's what is being matter. How could Yish Emrim say even Matre is a problem? Go to and Omar that Matre means if it's loose you can just tighten it. So why do Yish Emrim not allow that? Matre namiloi. You can't even tighten the ropes? What's wrong with doing that on Chalamoyed? He's not building. He's not crafting. What can be wrong with tightening ropes? In says the Omar, yeah. I can understand why not. the There's an easy alternative. You can fill up the uh, the gap with a uh, kele, with a with, goddamn with, with rags, and place your mattress on top of it without having to deal with the ropes, and tightening the ropes, which is which is somewhat of a terech. We don't allow this So I can understand why Yishemim don't even allow this type of activity. Okay, let's just summarize the Gemara with clarity. We have three shittas. Tanakam allows misargin. Rabbi Yehissi just mematchen Yesh say even mematchen should not be done. At the end day we have two two versions of what took place what uh, what the machlekes regarding Peshat and the Mishnah was. Remember there was a machlekes on Marayim as to the exact definition of these words. Rav Dimi had one version of events Ravan had another. quarter of Dimi. One sheet holds, Msagan means all the way, running those ropes across and uh, back and forth, lengthwise and widthwise. That's a tanakama You can do that. That's our it's motor. Rabis says only which means running those ropes lengthwise shasi. According to the other approach, Musargan only allows ches. Whereas Mamatchan simply means to tighten the pre existing ropes. Quentin Ravin. All the Greek with means means chasiber. The question was how to define Mamatchin, whether it means running ropes lengthwise, or simply tightening those existing ropes. And still, still the Ziyish Amin doesn't even allow that. Nothing more explains because there's an easy alternative between Memale bemani and therefore we don't want to be matriarchy on she says, it's not allowed. It says in the Mishnah, You can go and position, you can set up an oven, which was basically a clay uh, vessel, clay clay, which they would position outside in the Chatzor. You can do that in the you can set it up, V'Kirayim, uh, some sort of stove, which was similar to, a, to an oven also, a uh, clay uh, type of utensil, which they would set up for cooking. Berachaim, uh, you can set up the uh, the millstones, the grinder. Rabbi mm-hmm. ein has two peshtim in the Gemara. One pshat would be um, chipping away at those stones, which may have gotten uh, smooth, you know, um, with with uh, throughout through all that use. So the millstones need to be uneven and, and chipped. So you can chip them to make them rigid and serrated, but not if it's batchila. Not if you're doing it the first time, which involves uh, you know, excessive tirchah. You can do a serious job. You can go and sort of make the old one, the uh, pre-owned, the pre-used rechaim, uh, uneven. To allow for sufficient use, but to go do it the first time, that's us. Awesome. And the first time, I'm a that it appears, it appears that the tanakam is not even in this case, even to be mechabesh, the rechaim batchila you see he allows being imam, the do whatever you need. And the responds by saying, you know what, I take issue with the mechabshin of the Rahim, don't do it but khila, the first time around. My mechabshin asks him, what, what is this mechabshin? We have two b'shot. Revitulah, mernaqir rechaim, chipping out the, uh, the millstones to make them uneven so that they grind efficiently. For merbas eina. Bas eina bas, is a little uh, sort of a drainage hole through which the flour flows out of the um, millstone. Let's, let's see Rashi, off to the right. So you have an old, heavily used a grinder, in which case the, uh, the millstones are already smoothed out and unable to really grind efficiently. So the Menakeh, the Chotech, they chop, uh, they, they, they pick away at the stone, Kadesh le shavah, so that it's uneven. Kadesh yifrechuachitimachteos, that the kernels of wheat grind properly. That's one pshat. Bas ein is another pshat. Nekeb, a small hole. Sho isen be'emser rechaim, which they form right in the middle of the rechaim of the millstone. Chatvu'ah ne fells a teuchah, unto which the tvu'ah, perhaps he means the flower, ends up going through there and exits through that hole. or perhaps he means the actual kernels themselves. In any case, it was some sort of receptacle built into the millstone, into the Rechaim. That's what he's trying to do. Continues the Gemara. Meisfei from v'v'mabraisa, which says, ma'amidin tanah v'kirayim You can go ahead and set up all these, uh, these um, uh, pieces of equipment. Tanah v'kirayim b'mayyid. V'v'an shaliyig mar malachtan. blessed. The says, look, you can do it, but don't do it all the way. Don't finish the process. Whether it's smearing it with oil, whether um, in the case of the rechaim, it would mean you know chipping away at the stones to make them. Don't do all that. You can set them up, but don't do a don't finished job. You can complete the job as well as It's not uh, too excessive of a, of a job. You can do it. Rabbi Rabido quotes Rabbi Lezer as follows: You could set up a new. Uh, a new uh, piece of equipment, a new millstone, and you can go ahead and chip away at the old millstone. Since you're only uh, improving, you're just uh, modifying, you're enhancing it, you're not actually getting involved in a serious job. So this is uh, in line with her View of the Now Mishnah as well. Here comes a third sheet that we haven't had yet. In any case, whether it's uh, clipping the stones or they're creating that little nekev, this is uh, going too far. So we have three sheets regarding this mechapsin activity. motor lagamri tanakamah hachamin. Mutar only in the old, pre-used millstone. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Mishemem don't get, don't get involved in mechapsin. It's too much of a malach. Now, let's take a look at this price in view. Of our tub shatim in the word mechabshim making those stones uneven or creating that little channel through which the etvua flows means chipping away those stones making them uneven I can understand how it applies to a pre-used millstone as well actually Rashi explained that the, the old millstones get rubbed out and smoothed out quickly and you have to uh, go ahead. Uh, the, the, the preused ones are perhaps smoothed out and you have to go ahead and repair them. So exp- that explains why the price speak about Mechabshin on a Yishonah. But if Mechabshin means creating that channel through which the Tvua flows, that's uh, that's applied to a new piece of equipment. The old one already has it. Yishonah bas-einah Why would the old one, the preused, most don't need a bas to be formed on it on Yamtiv. It's already there. Perhaps it's there, but he was trying to widen it a bit to make it more efficient. Ravuna Shame Lau Ravuna here's this person working on Khalamait. The He was being manaker. As he says, Bishana. It was a pre used and he was being manaker. He was chipping away at the stones on Khalamait. Rav didn't like what he was what he was hearing. He said, Amar, he declared as fellows. He gave him a klola Man, hi. Who's this fellow doing malacha? Rav Huna held that you can't even do the um, rechaim yeshana. He held like the yesh-aymrim. gufa, his guf should be mechulal. Solashon of he should get punished. Dekamachel chayeladamayad. He's been yamtiv. Why did Rav respond in this harsh way? Sov'lak yesh he was like the yesh This type of activity is going too far in Chalameit. But, Dorash of Avchamah taught, Nikrim, Rechaim, Be'Mayid, you can do it on Mayid. And it appears from the Rishonim, he allows even a even a Chadasha. He always like the Shit of Tanakam, the Chachamim. It's okay, it's a Rechaimayid, it's not considered a significant Malacha, and it's matim. Okay, let's just stop for a second and summarize the Shitis. We spoke about setting up Tanub, Rekiraim, and a Rechaim, and Chadamayid. So, regarding setting it up, arranging it, it's Muta, but don't completely finish it. Don't put the finishing touches on your equipment. Even Yigmar is allowed. What about Mechapshen, which carries two potential shatim, either the chipping away at these stones to make them uneven, or forming that Bas'ena, that channel, in the middle of the stone, where three she Tanakam allows in any case. Shabita says only the pre-used one, the yishana who say it's always us continues the Gemara let's just go back a uh, half a line the Rabbi the following halakh was quoted the name of Rabbi Meir one can trim the nails of Yisus that he rides on, his uh, favorite horse, or his donkey's chamar that he uses, because otherwise, Ashi says he has tsar, and he won't be able to walk properly. So this is considered the tzur And adds, only the tzur chamuyid, mashma because he can't ride for nothing. It has to be l- the in which case you can trim his nails for that purpose. Abul says the Gemara. That's only because you're using the animal chalomoyd. What about trimming the nails of that donkey which is used in the milling process, in the grinding process? Says so Rashi on the top line. Is to uh, use donkeys to push around the, uh, the stones. So that donkey cannot be tended to on Chol HaMoyed, because why would he be grinding on Chol HaMoyed? Lehmatsi lehmashkalahu chamra Tziparnov, you can't remove the Tziparnayim from that chamar, de lehmatsi lehmitchen vamoid. Because grinding on Moid is aster, a little Tzarech Moid. Kedemafarsh lakaman, perak mishuhafach, g'du a bit for Tzarech HaMoyed. Helkech, tchina mo'etes, y'ochelitchen v'chamar. Velehmari, lehigidol Tziparnov. He said, what do you need it for? A little grinding, let's hear that little volume, that little bit, even a chamar with long nails will do for you. Okay, so Mimela there's no heter to trim the uh, parnaim of this type of chamar. Continues the Gemara, Rabbi Hudashari le Mishkal, he allowed removal of nails for this chamar, of this chamar as well. He held that it would interfere with his ability to uh, grind your, uh, even your small measure of whatever you're grinding in Chalamayit. What else did Rabbi allow? All types of activities, all types of um, creations and repairs for the Tzarech HaMayit. You can uh, set up your, uh, your millstones, your, uh, your grinder. U'lumivni Some take out these two words. U'lumivni Ames Even to build the uh, wooden base upon which those millstones are situated. All this is Mutlitz Rechaya. U'lumivni you can even build back she says a roughest buck an animal a pen because if they don't have proper housing you're gonna lose them they'll uh, they'll get hurt they'll, they'll get ill so you have to take care of your animals So hamaid continues to come Rav or rather surely susya he allowed the uh, the farmer to to uh, comb to scrape the horses, Rashi says, with a master shell barzal, with a, a metal a comb to keep them uh, invigorated and healthy. Ulamivni are You can build um, a feeding trough. And you can build, Rashi Teizu says, an Indian or some sort of bench, which you're going to use in Chalamoyed, the stone bench. Rava shorah Bechilah loud. bloodletting to an animal on chalamayid to keep them healthy. Amlyah b'ayi, Bay responds with a raya. Tanya demasailach of a from a which says makizin Damlu lebehemo. You could do a kadosh bloodletting to an animal on chalamayid. Likewise, you don't withhold any any form of remedy and refur from an animal on chalamayid. And Tosis points so out, we're speaking, of course, that there's a malacha involved because there's no malacha. She's giving him a medicine, that wouldn't be an issue. So even the malachas mutter, because moed, it's tzerech hamoid, is going to be a half-sitter, if the animal gets sick and dies. Rav Shavra, Rav allowed the following thing, l'kaskusei, to iron, kirmi, material, clothing, my time amassed, a to it's an unprofessional type of job. And so it's a tzerech So it fits the bill. Omer of ami, Amr Omer But Keturi Biri Asur, Ashi explains, this involved uh, taking uh, parts of begadim sleeves, which were um, shaped and uh, pleated. So this type of tying and pleating sleeves is asur on Why? My time a It's a professional job. amara um, Here comes a full list of activities, which can be interpreted two ways. It can be interpreted simply as, I'm just trying to uh, gather wood or uh, trap fish. For Tzarek am not trying to do any farming. Work my field, on the other hand. If it's done slightly differently, it can be interpreted as, as though he's involved in working his field. And awesome. it's awesome. It all depends how and when and what he's doing. Amar HaMod This fellow is... Um, Digging a bit, he's uh, um, pulling away some, uh, flattening out some, some hills on his land. Is it motor or chalamoyed"? Well, it depends how he's doing it. Adat of the shori. He's trying to flatten out the area to allow beidori, it allowed to be used as a, as a threshing area, which requires flat, a flat surface. sure that's moter because you can thresh on chalamoyt, let's but if he's doing it for the sake of repairing his land flattening out his field in anticipation of, uh, of, of farming using it for farming purposes that's Osir now it appears from Rashi Rashi says it appears like he's preparing it for for sowing Rashi says it looks it appears like he's actually plowing in yamtiv. Smashma mashmah from Rashi, it seems from his wording that we're speaking about a case where that's not really his intention. He's really just trying to flatten out his land for it to be used as a threshing area. But it appears, it gives the impression as though he's trying to appear it for planting. So Marisa, we're afraid about you know, public perception here, and it's us. In this concept, this formula would apply likewise to the following several cases as well. We have five in total. So again, we're speaking where he's flattening out his land. Depends what he's doing. If he's doing it at data de beidori, trying to create a flat space for his threshing, that's mutter. But he's trying to enhance his farm and prepare it for future planting, that's awesome. Now how would you know? What his intention is? How would you know the difference? Echidami. Mulya be mulya. So mulya is a little hill. He's putting Mulya, Mulya. he's just um, flattening out the uh, the hill itself. He's moving around earth from one side of the hill to the other to flatten out the hill. It's going to remain elevated, it's going to remain raised, but it's going to be relatively flat. Or Vinatza Vinatza, when he finds a pit, he uh, enlarges the pit, he flattens out the pit. He removes around earth from one side of the pit to the other to make it relatively smooth. But he's not obliterating the pit. It remains a pit and that remains a hill. In that case, it's clear that he's not trying to prepare his field for planting. And that's more to the de It appears like he's just trying to prepare it for uh, threshing. So he's creating flat surfaces all throughout his field. Raised uh, you know, raised or, or in a pit doesn't matter, as long as it's flat, it's suitable for threshing. But Shok but if he removes the hill with Shadiba and he throws it into the pit, in which case he is actually leveling his farm, adata da'ara, it appears like he's preparing his land for planting and it's us. If I'm rabbi, another example, haimande zachi zichi, this fellow is collecting twigs and branches from his field. Is that mutter? Well, it depends what it appears like. Adata de C V sure. If it appears like he's just collecting wood, that's mutter. Adata da'ara, but if it appears like he's trying to enhance his farm, clear it of any obstacles, for future planting, that's Asr. Hey, chidami, how would you tell the difference? Shokul Ravarvi, Vishavik Zutri, he grabs the large logs and leaves the small twigs behind Adata the It's clear that he's trying to collect firewood. He doesn't care about his field at this point. it's mut. However, Shokul Ravarvi, Vishavik he's grabbing both large and small twigs. Oh, why is he doing that? Typically, they only use large logs for burning Adata de Aro. It's clear what it appears. Like he's trying to clear up his field, I prepared for planting and its us. Another example, V'amarava, the Posach Maylar, his fellow opens a channel, a stream into his field. Is that mutter? It depends. Adat the Kavri Shari. If he's trying to trap fish, that's certainly mutter. Adat Adar but if it appears like he's trying to water his field, that's Osr, Hechidami. How would you tell the difference? As follows, Posach Tre'buffy, he opened up two, two, uh, Openings. Chad Miloy. One upstream. V'chad Metatoy. One downstream. At the other side of his field. Adapta the Kaveri. So, he has a stream running up to his field. He opens up a channel on top, allows the water to go through the field, and opens up a little exit on the bottom of his field, downstream, to allow the water to trickle out. In which case, the water is simply flowing through the field. Adapta the Kaveri. It's pretty clear. He's trying to trap fish. So he the water run through and he runs a net right in the middle. He traps the fish in its mut. But pasach bava. But if you see that he's only opening one access point of the water. On the way in, he's making an inlet. Allowing the stream into his field without an outlet on the bottom. In which case the water will just fill and fill till it's going to overflow into his field. It's clear that Adat Adar is trying to benefit his land. The water has failed. And that's usher on Chalamod. Let's go to Rashi. So there are the mid-wide lines in Rashi, about three, four lines on top of the mid-wide lines. So he has his beaver, which is like a little fish pond, and he creates this outlet from the fish pond into his field. If he's trying to just catch the fish, allow the water to continue flowing, and the fish remains behind, that's mutter. How do we know that's what he had in mind? Very simple. In the pasach, bavi, he opened two openings. <laughs> so he has sort of a uh, pipeline, a channel in through his field. He opens the pool, the, the, the fish pond, which is situated uh, above his field, up spree, upstream. So he uh, opens up an outlet from the fish pond into his channel, into his field, and he has the water run through, and then another one, all the way on the other side, to allow the water to continue, an outlet, to have them flow past his field, and out of his field. And he has the fish remain behind, for which he'll take later. He has fish in mind. But, if he's doing a data the to water his field, the pasach He opens one opening, which allows the water into the channel, into his field. But he didn't open the other side of the channel, the bottom of his field, in which case everything is going to get stuck. It's clear that he's trying to water his field. When that ditch fills with water, it's going to overflow. Up into the field, Umash can call us back to the Gemara. V'omar Ravah, here's another example. Haiman defashach dikla. This fellow is pruning his palm tree. Is that mutter All depends. Adata dechiyus shari. He's trying to pick some branches for his animals. That's mutter Adata dikla ashar. He's trying to prune the tree. Enhance the tree's growth. That's asr and chalamoid. How would you tell the two apart? Very simple. If he's pruning just on one side of the tree, it's not the way you prune the tree. Adata de Khiyusa is clearly trying to feed his animals. And that's muta. Mahagisa, Mahagisa, but if he's pruning on both sides, he's doing an even prune. Adata de of Asr, it appears like he's trying to enhance the tree in its us. So we have a total of five examples where we have to be careful to avoid any perception of malach. Vamara. Another halakha from Rabbah, Hani tamri So these tamri tuchlani were unripe dates. Perhaps they never got ripe. Certain type of species which you have to um, tend to. You have to uh, dry them, make them into uh, like sort of dry dates to, to use them. So these tamri tuchlani. shar and chalamoid. If you'd like to cut them into uh, halves, that's mut. Maitzinu asur. But if he's trying to dry them up, to dehydrate them, squeeze out the moisture, that he can't do on Chalamite. Why? Because he's not going to benefit from it throughout this yamtiv. The drying process takes a while. So you can't involve yourself in this process, which is a tzayrich chayl, after yamtev. Refapa disagrees. Refapa, Amar, keep the misli. Since if you leave them the way it is, moist, without doing this who process, the dehydration process, what's going to happen? It's going to get wormy. Given the mislead, can get wormy. Kir par kir domi is like involving, engaging yourself in, 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 in business. Business on uh, uh, Which is called <speaking in> ha-oved, <English> par which you can have a loss. And that's mutar. It's like the case of the hefzit and the mishnah of watering the field in the case of potential financial loss. That's mutter. So, you can engage in this activity to avoid loss, to salvage your, your tamri tuchlani. Let's go to Rashi. So, now we're at the uh, real wide lines, the lay on bottom. So, one line before that. Tomorrow, we'll have a special kotzer. To slice them in half, and eat them in that manner. Of course, it's mutta, shari. Let's say yomtiv kav. But my to go ahead and dehydrate them by uh, squeezing them and removing all moisture that's awesome because at this point it's clear that he's not, not trying to eat them now at the last he's removing all moisture to prevent it from becoming. Warmy, and that's part of the, uh, you know, the tzimukim the process, the drying process. He's only going to have them later. L'achlam b'chayl. Hu mechan va'osu l'saka b'yantam achal d'chayl. One cannot prepare on yomtiv something for after yomtiv. Rabbi Papa disagrees. says, Rashi, kivonim the Misli, lo Matsinu. If you won't dehydrate them. They're going to get wormy. Kudavar of it, ha'avet. Kedavah ha'avet. Kedavah ha'avet. Just like we allow schir, business dealings, on yomtiv, to avoid uh, to avoid loss. Here as well, misli Here as well, we allow you to dry them up. Otherwise, they're going to get wormy. You're going to lose it. Continues the Gemara. One is not allowed to engage in scher, in business dealings. She's going to lose out. As she says on the second line from the bottom. You can't just engage in Parnas and scher. To gain, to profit, to benefit. If it's to avoid loss, it's mutter. But to gain, that's called parkimatiyah, and it's us Tesis points out that when we allow of it that's only if he's going to lose the part of the principle. Then dever avid is mutter. But if it's just a question of losing an opportunity to profit to gain to be merviach that's not called of it he brings down here an example let's say to purchase wine so he brings here for b'yesef that you can that you could not do it because even even if he'll you will not get the same deal is getting now. Find uh, wine uh, somewhere else. A bit more expensive. That's not called davar of it. Dover of it is if you have uh, dates that are going to go bad on you. Unless you take care of them now. It's called davar of You're going to lose something that you already have in your hands. There's a big difference between losing something you already have and not being able to gain or to profit. It's interesting. In the previous thesis he says, What's called Parchimatya? He says uh, a quick loan. That's not called parkimati. That's his business. his bequeous, his a banker. That's called parkimati. But just a, a quick, easy loan to somebody. That's not called. That's not called parkimati. Continues the gemara. We have a ma'isa, nice, uh, a story with Ravina. Havelayahu iska bishita alfi. He had some sort of iska, some sort of uh, business dealing, some sort of uh, you know. Uh, Merchandise that were to be sold for 6,000 coins. That's what it was worth. He didn't want to get involved on Khalamoid. He waited. Shehaye Bosa He waited. He delayed until after Khalamoid. And guess what? He had a bracha. He sold it not for six but for 12,000 coins. Ravina Zuzi Another Maizu Ravina. He, um, he had a claim. He, um, he had lent money to the people in this town called Akra, a town, the Shanvasa, which was on this uh, river. And apparently he had a hard time collecting it. Asa So he came to deravashi with a shayla. It's <laughs> halamoyed now. I'm going to cash them at home. Should I go run over and try to get the money back? Amaliyah asked him, Is it okay if I travel there to collect my loan? Amalei Ravashi responded in the affirmative. Kivinda idna Since it's an opportunity, right now Chalamayi, you'll find them. You'll find them at home. They're off from work. You'll catch them at home. V'yoyim But uh, otherwise, they're never home. <laughs> you'll get their answering machine. They're never home. Ke parkimati avedami It's like parkimati that's considered uh, of it, something which you're going to lose, and therefore grab the opportunity and go collect your loan. Taysom springs that apparently it wasn't just a one-time loan, it was uh, some sort of ongoing business, business dealings that he had with them, and therefore considered parkematia, and it's only mutter because it's considered davar avid. We find the same halach of avid the a similar thing. Speaking about trying to grab an opportunity to avoid loss, and therefore, we're not to certain things. What are we li to? A person could attend uh, the the, uh, the read, but she says, This was the, you know, the market day, which was actually on their yayma of And typically, you don't uh, deal with him on the on the day of their Avedazara and their holiday because uh, he might do a good deal, the guy might be excited and run to thank his Avedazara. But in this case, when you know there's a, just a one time opportunity to catch a good deal you can attend their their shuk that you read <speaking in Hebrew> you can buy all these items bottom fields sodas fields and and vineyards <speaking> not <in> only that the <Hebrew> you can, <speaking in Hebrew> you, can uh, you know record it in a, uh, an official document <speaking in Hebrew> go attend their uh, you know their courts go bring it to their judges to confirm the sale to formalize the transaction how can you do all this how could you uh, deal with him on his on his holiday, which I prompt him to go uh, thank his avodah How can you uh, give credence to their uh, to their um, authorities, their avodah related you know authorities? Actually, their courts, their courts of law are not Jewish courts. How can you give them credence? It's as though he's just salvaging from their hands. Now's the opportunity. If not now, this won't be available afterwards. So therefore, uh, this. Uh, potential hefsid situation allows us to be more lenient you can go there and deal with them and, uh, and get a good deal so this is like the halacha of that typically parkimati is asr but if you're just trying to avoid Hefsid, that is motive so here as well, you're not trying to give credence to their uh, to their uh, judges and all that you're trying, to, you're trying to avoid you're trying to catch a good deal you're not trying to and, you know, support their systems. It's just a way. There's no other way to do it. So reluctantly, he joins their. Uh, he follows the formal procedure. That's not really his intention, and we all know that. Okay, let's talk quick chazara. So typically, we avoid melachah Khalamaid except in the following situations: in the case of hefseid, or in a case where it's tzurah chamayid, and there's none of vav masu uman. What about sewing? So we spoke about a headier who can sew. Normally an Uman has to be careful that it should come across in a non-professional way. We spoke about a Messargen, a sammitos, running those ropes across the bed. We have several Shittas. Tanakam allows Messargen. Rabisi says, only a Rishem say don't even do Vematchen. We have two approaches in the Gemara. Rav Dimi's version was that according to one shita, Messargen means... Ropes in both directions. Matchen um, just means chassis in one direction, according to the other Shita. Mesargam means lengthwise. Mesargam means just to tighten it. According to Robin, all agree, Mesargam means two ways, as we had in the Mishnah in Kalim. Mesargam, some say, means one way, and some say, means just to tighten. Why do you not allow even Mesargam? Because they say there's much more, a much easier way of, of getting around it, just fill it up with some. Uh, Begadim in the meantime, therefore is considered an unnecessary tircha. What about positioning a tanukiraim and rechaim? Its mutto, counterblazer, lo yigmar. Don't complete the process. Leave it a bit um, unfinished until after Khalamaid. What about machapsin, which according to Wamshan means chip away at that stone to make it sharp and uneven, Bas, create that channel in the middle of that of that stone according to Tanaka Matzmota in all cases only the previously used equipment can be modified and repaired according to even that would be would be Asur, Rav Chama was that yeah you can do Nikira even on a new Rechayim what about nail removal for an animal so a sus or that he actually rides on on Yom as mutter. What about the donkey used for occasional grinding on chalamoyed? We have a machlekes, hakazas adam from an animal's mutter. We spoke about five activities, which perhaps can be interpreted in two ways: flattening out the land, wood picking, running water through the um, through the property. We had a case of pruning the uh, the day tree. So it's one, two, three, four. Four cases, sorry, I thought it was five. So In any case, in all these cases, if uh, it appears like he's trying to enhance his property, it's usur, but just trying to derive some sort of uh, immediate benefit, that's mutter. Typically, par kamat, your business dealings are uh, to be refrained from on but in the case of a dabar avid, it is mutter. All the best to you and much at'salam.